everyone to Films of the Women of My Life. My name is Brennan. And tonight is Nicole. Hi, hi, hi. And tonight we're doing Matilda the Musical, the new 2020 Matilda the Musical, because the original Matilda film is uh, not a musical. Did I say 2020? I meant 2022. Yeah. Yeah, 2022 Matilda the Musical. Uh, there's their original film in 1996, and then it's also based off of a book by Roald Dahl, and, uh, this was your, uh, your choice for January, Nicole. It What'd was. You, why did you select this? Uh, well, I picked this because, uh, I like musicals, for the most part. Um, I wanted to pick something newer. And I love Matilda. That is one of my favorite movies. The so, original Matilda? I, the original, yes. Um, so I thought it would be interesting to see how they made this a musical. Because I, I would say the original showed musical potential. So that was You wanted to see Matilda, Matilda in the musical, but you didn't want to see the new Jumanjis, even though you love the original Jumanji. Yeah, that's not that's not the same. Oh, okay. Yeah, Matilda lives with her brother and parents, who are unappreciative of her. She utilizes her telekinetic abilities to settle the score after her principal brutally tortures her with the help of her kind-hearted teacher. There's no brother in this one, is there? No. Are you reading the right one? Yeah, this is the this is the description on Google for the. For the this current one, well, Google, you are uh, you don't have the right Matilda on here because the there's a brother in Definitely the 1996 not, one. Because that was one of the biggest things that I mentioned was that there was not a brother in the musical. Yeah, so I had never seen Matilda growing up, so I actually saw this first, and then right after this, I was like, huh, all right, well, I should probably see the original now, so I at least know what's going on. So I watched the original right after this one, which is on HBO Max. So if you want to compare them, Matilda the musical, the one we're reviewing today on. Netflix and the original yeah, original Matilda is on HBO Max, but yeah, I had never seen it. Now I've seen them both, and we are going to spoil probably you know both of them, but we're going to mainly be talking about the new one. So that's where you find it. Spoilers now. And uh, Matilda, you, we all know the story of Matilda, right? She's the girl that uh, nobody no, nobody likes in her family. The it's cut. They're very uh, Dursley-ish. If you're a Harry Potter person, uh, they don't uh, they don't care for her. And uh, she's going to the school, and it's uh, it's run by Miss Trunchbull, who is like a, a former Olympic athlete, and she runs a very tight ship, and she's very stern, and she's uh, over she has over the top powers, like uh, she hurls kids over walls, um, and Matilda to combat this in this movie, she has like a storytelling power where she tells a story about uh, these two carnival people. Uh, and then she also has like a telekinetic ability that she uh, gathers through the movie. She's got a teacher, uh, Miss Honey. She's nice. She's not like Mrs. Trunchbull. And we learn about these characters and the little world that they populate. And uh, we, we follow Matilda uh, uh, navigate these challenges, these challenging adult characters. So, Nicole, what did you think of Matilda the musical? Okay, well... Um, I didn't really, I, I didn't set expectations because I didn't know if I would like it 
generally when I like a movie and when you say Jumanji that fits into this category, like I don't want to ruin that by watching some new um, adaptation that's probably going to ruin it. Mm-hmm. So I was a little apprehensive. Um, but the uh, I like the beginning, although it, for some reason it was giving me Annie vibes. I, I th- felt like they were trying to bring her it felt like an orphan type of deal like oh all these kids are loved but this one's an orphan but i'm like wait that's not the story (laughs) yeah Uh, it felt it felt orphany off the top but like in my head matilda i always conflate with orphan stuff because i think of the the madeline that girl with the blue uh, frock (laughs) yeah i'm always like oh it's all the crossover yeah i was like matilda the girl with the blue and you're like no that's madeline every time yeah the one-worded female name titles. Um, Both little girls. And I really think that they missed the mark by not including the brother. Because the whole point of it is that her family loves the brother. He's like the, the, the golden child. And they don't like her. And, I mean, it comes across, obviously, that they don't care for her in the, in the new one. Keeps calling her her son. Um mm. The dad says that, but I, I, th- I feel like they missed that by not having the brother in it. That's the whole point. So um, that already was a, a, I'll say a point ticked off for that. Um, there's a lot of iconic scenes in the original Matilda when I think back and I haven't, I didn't watch it with, with you. So mm-hmm. uh, last I saw it was a couple years ago, but I'm envisioning in my head many uh i'll say famous i don't know scenes that that stick with you from the movie and uh while they're adapted which is okay they missed some which makes made it less like true to the story um you know they had the scene with uh bruce eating the cake and Instead of actually making it like the cake from the first one, they made this enormous four-tiered cake. Like that's not realistic, <laughs> more than the the chocolate cake. It was the a lot like uh, the two Willy Wonka movies, like the original one. Like everything looks very quaint, and like everything looks yeah. very like and then the Johnny tangible. Depp one just was like, and then this uh, is the Tim Burton version where there's yeah, like yeah. insane, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over the top things. Yeah, they were some of the stuff was really over the top. Um... They uh, they th- ran the storyline through of how Miss Honey is connected to the trunk Miss Trunchbull and the the house and all that stuff. I'm just kind of skipping around, but yeah. all this is to say they used you know some really good parts in it, but I don't think they used them to their potential of what they should have been. Uh, one of the scenes that sticks out to me that they missed from the original was the whole scene where she's starting to adapt to her powers mm. and she's got all of the little knickknacks around her house dancing around to that i forget what the name of that song is um <laughs> yeah that's and it. uh they play that song throughout what? the movie it's uh it's not that yeah. one it's the oh way no 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 it's little bitty pretty one come on and walk with me uh, i must that's be remembering a different playing. part yeah. <laughs> um but she's using her finger and making all the, the dishes and the forks and everything move around and like that is so fun when i was a child i'm like wow that's really fun and that i didn't see that in this new musical at all and that was that was a shame um <laughs> not enough not they enough really made dancing. this seem 
concentration campy uh really weird uh the school was not like that in the original one i I guess it was just supposed to be more over the top it looks more like a boarding school in this one it looks like somewhere you'd be like over like you'd stay but the kids were like in jail they were like had to they were monitored on the screens and forced to stop and do a pledge to miss trunchbull like that's (laughs) that was silly um and uh the last thing I wanted to touch on that you made me forget. Um, what the hell was I just going to say? Oh, I, I her friendship with Lavender in the original one was like a main thing. And she rarely had a friendship in this. Um, you know, she got along with the students, but that wasn't what I was going to say. But anyway, um, so that's all the stuff I could nitpick about. Now, the thing that I really did like about this was the music. Mm. I thought that the the songs were really intricate and they were really interesting and um they like tingled my ear in a certain way you know what i mean they were like really they were really uh, mouth wordy they were like like i i liked all that and i thought that the um the actors did a really great job of singing it clearly and like it was with intention and like i could understand what they were saying even though it was like 50 words in a 20 word space (laughs) The singing was, I think it was the second song. Now, I, I, we watched this a couple of days ago, so I forget what order it was in. I like I the, think it was the, the second song. Not the little, the just, that's the one they play the most, where she's, uh, yeah. like, she's small, but, like, don't tell me, I can't do things because I'm small. Like, that's a big thing in the first one, too. Yeah, that was good. Oh, I know what I was going to say. I was getting really pissed off that they kept calling it Chokey and not the Chokey. Like, it's an uh. object. And not a place. And I didn't like how they changed it to the swamp place. That's not what it is. Well, in the middle of the swamp, wasn't there was the the OG Chokey, which is like a stall. It's like a bathroom stall with a bunch of shit in it that like pokes you. I don't know. There was some there was some stuff that I maybe it was called Naughty. That's the that's um, the main song in it. The the Naughty is the. I'm pretty sure that's that one. Yeah, I liked I liked the the music for the most part. Okay, so, so it was mostly uh, there were some nitpicks, but some positive things as well. Um, I I had never seen the first one, and I comparing the two one after the other, I think they're both pretty good. Like they're both fine. Like I I liked I enjoyed them both. Um, they're different, and the big differences are. The character in the original one is much more a kid from that era of movies where they had much less agency and they leaned a lot more into, like, she can move stuff around with her mind. Isn't that cool? Whereas this one, it's she's a much more... She, the kid is, like, an adult character. Like, she has agency and she, like, she tells big stories and she has adults on, like, the edge of this of, of the seat that the, the, good, the good adults, the book, the book woman and Miss, uh, Mrs. Honey... Or Miss Honey. Um, so she's more of like a character. She's more character in this one. And like more co- like modern day female protagonist than the, the original girl. Um, and then another big thing is the relationships. This one, this new one is a lot more about Miss Honey than the other one. The other one, Miss Honey is just like a nice person. who's like there. But this one, Miss Honey is like, she has a whole big backstory. And she's a very important character at, at, by the end. Like she's... It's almost like uh, Matilda is supposed to be like a, like a, like a. It's almost like they're supposed to be like 
two of the same person. Like Matilda's an active younger version of Miss Honey who has to rebel against Trunchbull like she didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the one thing that is consistent in both is I think the Trunchbull character and performance works in both movies very well. I like I enjoy this. I d- this is not from my memory. Like I remember because remember I'm, I'm conflating this and Madeline in my head. So if I'm, in my memory, it was her grabbing Madeline by her head and throwing her. And so like doesn't make any sense because it's not the same story. But so I I have the wrong pop culture. No, they still tried to they still tried to bring that that part into it. He, she did throw the pigtail girl over the fence, but even just looking, I was just looking it up briefly, and I don't think anything can compare to the first one in the terms of the characters all working together well. Um, I felt disconnect from the parents a lot in this, and they're a really important part of the movie. Like, they're the reason that she wants to go to school and escape the uh how cruel they are to her and they're totally separate in this movie they're completely yeah they didn't even know that she you know they didn't even know she had to go to school or whatever it was different and um you know they were really separate from the rest of the story in this and they popped up like every now and then and i just didn't think that was as intent like in the intent wasn't there as much as it was in the first one to have them play such a role yeah the 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 parents are totally completely they're completely different types of character like they're they're both bad people but they're different types of bad the original one it's jay devito and rhea perlman and they're like a smarmy like he's literally like a bad used car salesman she's at bingo all day and that's like and they're like that kind of trashy character these characters are like they're also gaudy, but they're much more. And I'll go back to the Charlie Chocolate Factory example. Tim Burtony gaudy, like they, they're very like they they seem like this seems like a Tim Burtony type style of home they're living in, and all their over they're the like top over dress pronounced or something. Yeah, like over stylized, extended. The yeah. original one, other than like the stuff floating and like she throws children and like Bruce eats the entire cake. Like there's things in that one that are fantastical, but they could be from like a kid's eyes where this one is like, it's not from a kid's eyes. Like this world is like a fantastical world they live in. And so they lean mm-hmm. more into that. So what do you think about the, um, the acting in this, in the musical? Uh, everyone's good. I these are actors I recognize, like Lashana Lynch's Miss Honey. She's never this kind of character. She's always in like Double uh, O. She's in Double Seven. She's in uh, what else is she in? She's in Woman King. Like she's an ass kicker in movies. And in this, she's extremely meek and and uh, she has to be quiet and like timid and stuttering. And I was shocked at like how. And she's an intimidating presence in those other movies. So in this, where she has to be a wallflower, I think is like she was the standout performance for me. Was uh, Miss Honey? Um, Emma Thompson gets to put on makeup and be a ham. So fun for her. That's fun for her to be this this the Trunchbull character. And then the parents are both actors, character actors I recognize from other things that were you know they're, they're, I I like their shtick in this. It's just different from the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anything will compare to the original cast. Original uh, Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman together is just so fucking good. They, I feel like they just act like that at home together. <laughs> well, that's uh, you growing up, like in your sensibilities. Like 
that that makes sense too. Like, I, like if you saw, if I saw this when I was ten, I don't know if it would have had the same exact effect on me. But like, it makes more sense for like you know how you grew up that those characters would would latch on. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but um, they seem like East Coast <laughs> scummy people, and you lived on these coasts where they were just like these 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 wow. types. Okay, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> well, you I just this- think that the acting is better from Danny DeVito and Ray Perlman. Ah. Um, and I like that they played a role together. I think that's that's fun. They probably had a good time doing that. But I think that his character of the dad, who's really just all about making a buck and just thinks that his his daughter is costing him so much money and time and effort, and he doesn't want to put any into it, um, that she's just a nuisance to him. Meanwhile, he's just trying to make $200 on a shitty car. Like, that's what... You can feel that from the original. And you don't get that from the the new dad. He... They don't really show why he's such a sleaze. Um, You know, it's every... It's like little things. Like, okay, he's got the slick back, greasy hair. Um, You know, I just don't think they put as much emphasis. And like I said earlier, I think that's important to this to the movie to see why does matilda hate her life at home so much it's because these parents suck really badly and um yeah the emphasis is the emphasis is different in the original one the emphasis Mm -hmm. is matilda's growing up with these parents and the you're right the dad in that one is a big character where in this one he's small and like that one miss honey is a smaller character where in this one miss honey is like almost a second like a 1b character and that's another thing that's not in the original one we haven't talked about is the escapologist and the acrobat story where Matilda? Well, hold on, I'm I'm not ready for that yet. Okay, well, I, I want to ask you what you think about Matilda. You didn't even talk about Matilda. The actor, the actor in the two, or in this Both, one? Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's she's a good kid actor. I I don't know. She not, not particular. She wasn't like special, but she wasn't gratingly bad. Uh, I have a pretty tough great gauge with kid actors that they're mostly bad, and when they stand out, like. Uh, Convention A. Wallace and Beast of the Southern Wild. Like when the look like when a kid actor stands out, I remember it. And uh, this this kid was fine. She was, you know, a good ten year old. Well, I don't know, I don't know how old kids are. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I always think about Mara Wilson and like she's done so much to try to become her own woman and not be known as Matilda as she's on the Maybe it'll be a hot take then. I think Alicia <laughs> Weir is better than uh, the original actress. What's her name? Um, Mara Wilson. Mara Wilson, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, she does a lot of, of work to try to separate herself, I think, from that just to be, you know, I think she does a lot of activist work and stuff. Um, and she, she's also always on Twitter um bashing some people and i really like that (laughs) um but i think that yeah you're right it is more of a muted subdued character in the beginning or excuse me in the first one and the second one she's rambunctious and like makes her own path and she's not afraid to stand up for herself i i i like that approach uh, but I think she needs to pick up more weight in the second one. She's the she is the main character, and like everyone else needs to work around her. Yeah, That's the, how I felt about it. In the new one, yeah, she is, and it's the big difference between a lot of movies now and a lot of movies and back then is that back then a kid 
was just a kid in a movie, even if they were the main character, we still had to do all the scenes and the talking with the parents. And like in the first one, I bet if you look at Matilda's lines in the first one versus this one, she probably doubles her, triples her lines in this one. Because in the first mm-hmm. one, she's in the room and observing the adults interact, the the parents or Miss Trunchbull and, and Miss Honey. But in this one, she's driving the story. She's telling the story to Miss Phelps, the the uh, the book lady, and she's the one who's driving the action uh, with the school rebellion. That's another big, the whole theming when he goes back to like, who's in this one more? What's everything happening? The original one's about like a little girl, like learning that her parents are mean and bad people and that she doesn't have to be that way. And, and there's, there is a, I'm big, you're small, I'm right, you're wrong. That's the whole big thing in that one. And this one, they do a much more modern thing, which is to make it about something bigger, more messagey. It's, you know, a, a Trunchbull's thing. It's made to look like a concentration camp because it's supposed to be like an authoritarian kind of regime. And the, the, the people in the hall, the prefects in the halls are like, you know. Uh, a guard, like Nazi guards, like they're going for more big message. Whereas the original one is just like uh, more, more. Uh, you, you'll find out your dad sells junk cards. It's just a different scale they're working with here. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you prefer the simpler story. <laughs> I do. But the yeah, music, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I really like the music in this. Um, I think all the kids did a good job in the scenes where it was all the kids singing. You know, I liked all that. Um, I also think that one of the big differences, I'll say discrepancies, is uh, I think it has to do with the amount of work that they gave Miss Honey. Um, the the big twist at the end, almost end, where we learn that she is by marriage related to Miss Trunchbull, mm-hmm. um, and just heard how how devilish Miss Trunchbull is even in personal life. Um, I I like the original one better. I think it had more effort put into it. I think this one kind of like they were running out of time or something, or running out of money, and they had to just make it real quick. I, it, it didn't catch my interest as much as the rest. Well, this one, the the Miss Honey, because they in both of them they have a, the Miss Honey reveal that Miss Honey grew up under Trunchbull because her parents, the mom dies and the dad is disappears but is likely murdered by Trunchbull. That's in both stories. Um, in this one, there's a whole backstory of with the escapologist and the acrobat who are two characters that Matilda makes up in a story that she's telling Mrs. Phelps that is supposed to partially mirror her own life and part and there's a Trunchbull stand-in character. And then two-thirds of the way into the movie, you find out that uh, that story she's been telling is Miss Honey's story. Like she, her parents were those two people and Trunchbull's their thing. And it's all, and it's all revealed. And then you're like, oh, it's another one of Matilda's powers. It's like, she has like a psychic connection thing. And to me, that's kind of like after this, watching it the first time, I was like, oh, that's weird, but okay. And then when I watched the original one, I'm like, oh, they didn't have the escapologist and the acrobat in it at all because that that just wasn't part of the first one at all, the the first movie. And I looked at the book. The book also didn't have that in it exactly. The book is actually a little different than both movies, but um, this is specific to the movie. This movie. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really I'm not really into that. No, you don't like them tweaking the source? No, I mean I like the I like the connection between her and the librarian. Uh I thought that was sweet. Um 
you know, just gave her an outlet, somebody that cared about her. So I did like that. I'm pretty sure there's a librarian in the first one, too. There is. Right? She's more of like an old school library. Matilda goes to a big, like, austere library in, like, a city. She There's her, like, walking through the streetlights with her little wagon full of books. And it's like an old, old, it's like a stereotypical old yeah. lady librarian. Where in this one, it's a, it's a young Indian woman. Yeah, I like the connection in this one more. Obviously, I don't remember the librarian that much in the first one. Um, but I, I, I guess I'll, I accept the outlet. But um, I guess that does bring it into more of like, okay, how are these two so connected that she knows her story? She's psychic more so than we thought, but they didn't really touch on that that much. Right. And... They, they only had her do the telekinesis thing like a couple times and it didn't really make that big of a deal. Eh, they remade this story kind of like, um, and I complained about this movie, but you didn't see it. I saw it with Jess. It was uh, 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 Wrinkle in Time. This is this felt very Wrinkle in Time, but like not terrible. Because Wrinkle in Time is, it's not a musical, but it's the same like young YA fantasy based off an older property. And then they... A lot of the elements of this are in that. It looks kind of similar, and it, that movie just blows. Whereas this one, at least, I don't know. There's some life in this one. I had actually, I actually liked most of the performances. We haven't really talked about Trunchbull at all in compare in both. I mean, I think she's great in both. Both actresses are are yeah. solid. Do you disagree? I do actually. I didn't like Miss Trunchbull in this one at all. Why did you like was, the Emma Thompson version? It just wasn't the same as the first one. Well, of course, it wasn't so the good. same. You have to when the if you're going to remake one is something. So good. It is the first one was is good. I like that version of Miss Trunchbull, but I, I they're they're both got their they both have their charms. I mean, they missed some of the key. I'm telling you, they missed some of the key <laughs> things that make you think of it, like. The lines, like when he's eating the chocolate cake and she's like, chocolate's much too good for children. That's I say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but would you want, do you want Emma Thompson to say that exact same thing in this movie? And like, yes. But, but she'll say it slightly worse than the original, probably. I feel like it would be better than not having it in there at all, because that was just her, that's just her asserting her power over them. But it was just such a weird way this time. I don't know. I didn't really like her in it. There was, I, I, there was a I big... like that. A big because they do copy a lot of the scenes, like scene for scene, like the the throwing of the kid, like the the Bruce eating the chocolate cake, and one that you pointed out, the newt, the newt. Yeah, I don't love that se- sequence. I don't know what it is. That that's they the didn't part do of the it right in this me. one. That's why I didn't love it in either. Honestly, I mean, they're both like well, I, they had to show some sort of uh, humanism to her. You know, I guess I kind of schlep after. The like I like the first half and I like the Bruce up through the Bruce scene and then the newt and then I'm like, I don't know. And then I kinda lose it a little bit before we get back to the end when there's the showdown with the with the chains rattling and the chalkboard and the ghost. That's another thing that's very strange is just Trunchbull thinks the ghost of the escapologist is haunting her because Matilda's using like her psychic powers to move stuff around and write on the chalkboard. Um I guess because she's writing that she knows she knows, or he he knows she well, the killed him. The first one's so much better because they have the painting moving around. And she's like relaxing at home, and well, the first yeah, the first one's better because there's a lot, a lot. The first one's a lot more gags of like it's a lot more like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, where there's like shit running around and like there's like little house gags and stuff. Where this one is, mm-hmm. it's Tim, it's Tim Burton going back to you know all those other examples. I was I was getting close to that. Uh, th- in this one, uh, she ha- she. 
So in both of them, she goes to live with Miss Honey at the end because the parents have to flee to uh, wherever they got to flee. And this one, it's Spain. And the original one, I think they flee to like the Cayman Islands or something because um, dad's crook. And in the original one, she has a tearful goodbye with the mom. Like the mom like regrets being such a dick. And in this one, the dad re- regrets being such a dick. Not exactly, but like a little bit. Um, and then she lives with Miss Honey. And Trunchbull runs away because she's afraid of the ghosts. Mm-hmm. It's a very strange story. I'm surprised this is so beloved and popular. Because the first one is, I mean, I've been to the uh, Rotten Tomato scores. They're both in the 90s, this one and the original. Uh, they all have sevens in IMDb and Metacritic, both of them. Like, they're both similarly reviewed movies. And the original one is, like, kind of cult classic-y. I know a lot of people our age who love that movie. Um I gotta say, I don't really get it though. Like, I like I like both these movies, but the story is not connected with me that that much. It's 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 a fine YA story. I guess the qu- the question to me is: Do you think that it was right to make this into a musical? Did it warrant that? Um, I think this is quality, and it's if you like musicals, it's good. So I would say, yeah, I would say it's worth it because it's not bad. It doesn't make the original feel worse. They're they're different enough. And the music's goodness. I think that's what we both have said we both liked. I, maybe I haven't said this much. I like the music in this. It's enjoyable. That one little song, it's the, the beat gets stuck in your head, but it's not like you're singing along with it because obviously I don't remember the words, but I remember the beat. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it's a worthwhile experience. I, I, I like it. I guess I'm saying at the end, I recommend Matilda the Musical if we're kind of at the end here. Do you recommend Matilda the Musical? Uh, sure. Why not? Yeah. I would recommend watching the, the other one first and then watching this so you can see that the first one's better but what's the first one out of five is it a five out of five like you love it or is it like a four four and a half um it's one of those five movies you know i have a couple of them yeah it's i could watch it anytime it's on like a jumanji or uh, meet the robinsons yeah. yeah yeah and but and then this one's what like a three-star movie yeah i would give it that yeah i might go three and a half for like both of them that's kind of what i would i would land at i think i think they're both above average whimsical ya movies but um yeah i don't know they they they, they're not they're they're just kind of there's just not a lot of extra stuff usually there's like a whole if there's a ya thing there's like a whole world they've built like a like a harry potter and a percy jackson lord of the rings and i guess not ya but you know what i mean like maybe they built this whole fancy fantasy world nowadays with things and this just felt uh small scale I mean, she runs away because she's the, mm. the, the the villain runs away because the ghost is writing on the chalkboard and bo- in both versions. It's very mm-hmm. how quaint, I guess. All right. Well, two recommends for Matilda the Musical. And uh, we have what do we got coming up? We got Barbarian that's coming soon. And then uh, we're trying to get some, some more 2023 movies. Not much is out yet, but we're going to keep catching up on 2022s. Oscars will be coming. We'll be talking about that stuff probably at some point. Uh, the Instagram tournament is going on right now, though. That's a big thing. It's up on my Instagram. At yeah. Brennan. Nicole is in the lead, as usual. As of this recording. Maybe uh, maybe not by the time it's out. But, uh, yes, at Brennan underscore pod host to vote on the movie of 2022. We've got the top 32 movies as drafted by by us and uh i don't know there's probably about half of them left at the time you're hearing this so go on there and vote there's a match every day monday through friday and if you want to reach out to us with questions suggestions listener suggestions we take them we do that films with the women in my life on facebook or you can email the show at films with the women at gmail.com 
All right. Thank you for being on the call for Matilda the Musical. Okay. Thanks for indulging me. Oh, yeah. This is, I want to do more of the other hosts picking stuff this year because, you know, it doesn't need to always be my stuff. Yours is one of the more successful ones. The other two we did for Jess and Mama Kay, and that is <laughs> not as successful. Uh, this is the best one so far. So we'll keep it going. Oof. That's not good. Until next time, this is Brendan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.